Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Marcianne, and I want to welcome you to this last program in a series of four programs that I have done on prayer. I hope you have been enjoying them, and I hope you're starting to get your prayers answered. This last um, prayer type of prayer, it actually isn't a prayer, it's a decree. I want to talk to you about the decree and uh, because the Bible says that man shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. And with that word shall, that means it's absolute. It's not maybe, it's not uh, sometimes, sometimes, uh, once in a while. Shall means shall. It's absolute. It shall come to pass. <clears throat> now, I started out by this series by talking about prayer that works every time, and I've continued to say over and over, and I'm going to continue to say it (laughs) over and over, the answer to all of your prayers is yes. I mean, sometimes we just have to hear something over and over and over and over, because what is happening is that the neural, neural pathways in your brain that believe that God doesn't always answer prayer is being hammered and hammered and hammered with the truth. God always answers prayer, and the answer is always yes. And one of these days, you are going to begin to believe it, and that's when you're going to begin to know that you know that you know, that you can have the prayer and pray the prayer that works every time, and the answer is yes. And then you're going to start getting all of those things in your life straightened out one by one, step by step. And then soon you'll be able to have your own radio show (laughs) and teach others how to pray the prayer that works every time. And the answer is yes. So tonight we're going to, I'm going to end this series with a tool uh, for your toolbox, uh, your prayer toolbox that's called the decree. Because the Bible says that man shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. Now, if you remember when I talked about in the first part of this, that there was this group of beings that said, let us create man in our image. And we learned that these are cosmic workers called the life carriers who are responsible for the evolution of life on a planet. And they come to a planet when it's time for the next step in that planet's evolution to take place. Uh, This time it was to create Homo sapiens, the human being, the human race. And by the way, that is the race for this planet. It's called the human race. And it expresses in many different ways and shapes and colors and forms, just like all the other parts of life on this planet. Did you know there's over 93,000 different kinds of shells? There's over 100,000 different kinds of trees. I mean, just there's just 700 fig different kinds of fig trees. 
Well, we as humans have four main colors, red, yellow, black, and white. However, we're kind of fast becoming one color, which is brown. I mean, by 2020, way more than 75% of the people on the earth are going to be brown because of the mixing of the colors. Because if you mix black and white, you get brown. If you mix black and yellow, you get brown. If you mix black and red, you get brown. I don't really understand why it's so hard for us to just enjoy the diversity of the human color range. I don't understand why a person of one color wants to dilute their color by mixing it uh, with another color. I mean, birds don't do this. There's over 10,000 species of birds, and they manifest in every color of the color spectrum. Red birds, blue birds, black birds, brown birds, yellow birds, purple birds. And birds seem to like having a certain representation that they wish to perpetuate and keep their own natural color and not mix things up. But we as humans, we're, we're just a newly created group here on the earth. We do not have the ages and ages and ages of development that is realized in the plant and the animal kingdoms. Did you know that the cuttlefish can change its color <laughs> just to be able to blend into whatever environment it's in? It, it helps it to be secure from the attack of predators. They just morph into a different color. They can be any color they want. Now, I believe that we as humans will will eventually develop all kinds of special abilities in time. However, as a human, we already have special ab- abilities beyond that of the animal kingdom, and that is that we are made in the image and likeness of the life ca- carriers who have the power to Speak a decree, and it comes to pass. And the life carriers were originally created by God the Supreme and who gave them this ability because God the Supreme started everything with speaking a decree. Let there be light, and there was light. So a decree is not a power, a decree, prayer, I mean, a decree is not a prayer. A decree is a proclamation. A decree is a mandate. A decree is a command. And a decree is spoken from a realm of authority. And then it's then pronounced outwardly with the full force and effect of the passion of the person speaking the decree. Now, with God the Supreme, he decreed, let there be light. Immediately, the result was light. With Jesus, he decreed, take up thy bed and walk. And the crippled man's legs instantaneously straightened out, and he stood up and walked away. Lazarus, come forth. And this dead man was made alive by Jesus' decree of authority. You know, there was a man one time who was in the military who came to Jesus and asked if he would heal his son. And Jesus said, yes, I will come to your house and heal your son. 
But this general said, I am a man of authority, and I tell people what to do, and they do it. Just speak the word. I know he will be healed. Now, this man recognized Jesus' realm of authority. So Jesus didn't go to his house to pray for his son. Jesus just spoke the decree, and the son was healed, even though he was not in his presence but was far, far away. So a decree has three parts. You have to first establish the acknowledged realm of authority. Then secondly, there's the actual proclamation. And finally, the order of the day. So let's look at these. First, the realm of authority of a decree. Now there's a scripture story in the Bible about a man who was trying to cast out devils in Jesus' name. And the devil in the person said back to him, Jesus, I know, but who are you? (laughs) You see, the devil didn't recognize the realm of authority of this person. So the devil wouldn't be cast out. Now, in order to decree, the person needs to know their realm of authority. So you would need to know that you are a true, full-blooded son or daughter of God the Supreme who actually has the power to speak to a dead person and have them come alive again. Now, this is one thing I, I, I have yet not yet done in the human realm. I've done it in the animal realm, but I have never called a human back to life. I have seen the crippled walk. I have seen blind eyes open. I've uh, seen ears opened to hear. I've seen cancers come out. I have multiplied food. I've driven my car without gas in it. And mostly where I've used my authority of decreeing during the 20 years I have did the weddings was to manipulate weather for my bride because I always felt so responsible, you know, that they, all these people have come to California from all over the world to be married in sunny California. <laughs> and I always felt responsible for that. <laughs> so... um I've told the fog to stay on the ocean and not come to the shore until after the wedding. I've told the sun to come out at noon for 20 minutes so that we could do the ceremony in the sun and get the pictures, and it did right at noon. The rain stopped where we were. A little hole appeared in the clouds, and the sun shone through. We did the ceremony, got the pictures showing the shadows, (laughs) and then the rain, that little hole Uh, closed up again, and the rain started again. I got to the ceremony location one time, and as soon as I got to the park, I hit the fog. The park was completely fogged in. So I decreed that the fog was to leave, and it left right where we were. But I looked up the coast in downtown, and it was still all fogged in. But we had sunshine in the park for one hour. I also decree for parking spaces, and this might seem trivial to you, but here in California, it's just absolutely necessary in order to have a parking place at the beach. And one time, my assistant and I did come to the area of the gazebo, which is totally oceanfront, surrounded on all three sides by the beautiful Pacific Ocean, and there was no parking place. And she says, I can't believe this. We always have our parking place. And I said, I know, this does seem strange. Uh, 
So I did a U-turn, and instantaneously, the parking place appeared right in front of us, and I drove right in. It was the absolute first place right at the entrance to the gazebo. It was there all along, but sometimes I think the celestial workers like to have fun with us. They had a cloaking device on the parking place so no one could see it, but not even me or my assistant. And then it was instantly revealed. (laughs) Now, another thing I've learned is I need to make the decree every time. Celestial workers are trained to act when they get the vibration of the spoken decree. They don't anticipate. They don't assume. They act when they hear the authority. And that is why the Bible says you have not because you've asked not. Because I have to ask every time. I have a wedding at 3.30 today at the gazebo, and I have already decreed a parking place. So I know it will be there. And also I've told the pelicans that I have a wedding because for 20 years the pelicans who are always out in the ocean on Pelican Rock by the gazebo do a flyover for my brides, you know, in that beautiful V formation they make. And I know this probably sounds crazy, and my cynical Jewish photographer who's worked for me for 15 years always says, oh, come on, Marcianne, that's what pelicans do. But you know what? Over the 15 years, he has picture after picture after picture of the pelicans doing the flyover for my bride. He has begun to believe. Now, in order to establish your realm of authority, you start by being in a really, really, really good relationship with God. God is the source of the power, and if you're going to decree something, you will be pulling the power from God, because all power is of God. Jesus said, I of my own self can do nothing. It is the Father within me who doeth the works. Now, Jesus knew he was God's son, and as he lived his life here on earth, he began using his power from his connection with God, who he called his father, I believe, early on in his life. Now, since Mary had foreknowledge, you know, from the angel Gabriel about who Jesus was and what he was going to be doing while he was here on earth, I believe she was on the lookout for proof, kind of, you know, so to speak. And I believe was Jesus was working with his powers even as he was growing up. You know, I think people forget that Jesus was born a baby. He started out not being able to do anything, just like we do. And I'll bet he cried a lot, too, because I read a story about a monk who was born into a Tibetan shaman lineage, and he was fully consciously aware of who he was and why he was here when he was born. And he was so frustrated in his beginnings as a baby. He said he cried and cried because he was so helpless and so dependent upon others to take care of him. And he was in just a great big hurry to get going with his life. Now, I believe Jesus also was aware very early on that he was on his final mission, his final incarnation, that he was going to face his final test. And that test was to die on the cross and resurrect himself. And he passed the test. And he did this to set our planet free from the power of death 
death in any of its forms. Death includes sickness, poverty, and unhappiness. The power of death that came upon our planet when our planetary prince, Caligastia, took sides with Lucifer, Bellion, when there was war in heaven. And our planet was put in quarantine at that time until the Lucifer rebellion could be totally adjudicated. And that settlement finally happened in 1988, almost 2,000 years after Jesus came and set up the conditions for the settlement. But you know, in in eternity, there isn't any time. In God's realm, it was just a couple days. Because the Bible says that a 1,000 years is as a day to God. So it was just, it's just been a couple days. And in 1988, our earth was freed from the quarantine with the rest of our solar system and our galaxy because earth has been off limits for the rest of our galaxy until 1988. And everybody that was here on the planet couldn't go anyplace and nobody could come here in a very... Uh, robotic, manipulative, and controlling system has been in place all this time, up until 1988. But in 1988, we were freed from that quarantine, and that's when we began having our reconnection with the rest of the solar system and the rest of our galaxy, and we have been being visited and we have been getting um, all the wisdoms now and all the information that we need to not only get our prayers answered every time, but to begin to learn how to decree and get everything fixed. Okay, so Jesus started out as a baby just like us. He had to learn to talk and to walk and ride a camel and read and write. I mean, just like we do, because everything in the universe starts out this way. We have to live life to learn how to do it. A bird isn't born knowing how to build a nest or to fly. I mean, a bird learns how to do it by seeing someone else do it and then trying to do it himself. And this is also an experimental uh, planets, so each creature has the freedom to try to do something differently than any other creature has ever done it. And Jesus learned how to talk and to walk and to feed himself, and he learned how to read and write so he could study the scriptures and history. And he went on trips with his uncle all over the world, learning about all the different cultures and learning the history of all of the different religions and the regions of the world, and all during this time, Mary was watching him carefully. So then, when he was 30 years old, the whole family went to a wedding, and the bride and groom ran out of wine for the guests. So Mary and Jesus went into the kitchen, and Mary said to the kitchen help, just do what he says to do. And Jesus said, Get a lot of pots and fill them up with water. So they did. And then Jesus decreed, water become wine. Just three simple words. But it was spoken 
from his realm of authority with the full passion of his heart. And presto changeo, the water became wine. And they began serving it out to the guests. And the guests started saying, wow, this is the best wine I've ever tasted. Boy, I'm glad I didn't go home early. The bride and groom saved the best wine for last. Now, Mary had to have been having experiences with Jesus before she took him into the kitchen. I mean, otherwise, how would she know that he could solve the problem? Why would she say, just do what he says to do? I believe she had had enough experience with him doing things like multiplying food and healing himself and healing other members of the family, just like I have, and probably healing their animals and stopping or starting the rain, and all kinds of things. You know, I believe that the popularity of all the power action figures today is because now it is time for everyone to realize who they are and to begin using their powers that they have from God, just like Jesus did. You know, we've had Superman and now we have Supergirl (laughs) to demonstrate there's no gender in the Spirit of God. God manifests as male and female. We had the Hulk, and now we have the Flash, and Captain America, and the Power Rangers, and my favorite one, Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is one of the truest fictional representations of the truth that we have right now. He brings his power from out, from inside of himself, like a real spider does. And that is where Jesus said, The power was inside of us. The kingdom of God is within you. And the power of the kingdom of God is in your mouth. And a decree is when you speak forth the power of the kingdom of God into something out here in our third dimensional earth life. So I am so hopeful that as you listen to this series of programs about prayer, and now that you're learning about how to decree, that you will begin to be aware of your powers. All powers of God, you are connected to God because you breathe. Are you breathing in and out? Well, you're connected to God then. So you want to first develop that relationship, become uh consciously aware that you're connected to God begin to have a good relationship with God and then you will be empowered from within yourself with the power in your mouth to begin to use your power to create what you really want so prayer is communion with God to be able to ask in faith for what you want or need and to know that the answer to any prayer for health or wealth or happiness, and that the answer is yes, because now death, see, death has been conquered. The power of death has been destroyed. So now any prayer for life, health, wealth, and happiness, the answer is yes. And now the decree is to be able to speak from your realm of authority, which you have established, because of your relationship and communication with God. I believe you have to begin with prayer. You begin by establishing 
your communication with God, and you begin to have experience getting your prayers answered for yourself. And you get all of your needs met, and then you can begin to decree about things that will be helpful to the entire collective on behalf of everyone. The decree is in a bigger realm. It affects lots more people and things. And the decree must be free of all hidden agendas, any desire for revenge or retaliation, any action that would harm any living soul. The decree must be pure and from a heart that is filled with love. Because the decree is spoken from the depths of a heart that is passionate and filled with love. And when a decree is spoken from the depths of your heart, when it is totally passionate and full of your love, then that decree becomes the order of the day. (laughs) I just love this definition of a decree, the order of the day. (laughs) Now remember, in God's time, a day can be a thousand years. But we can know that the decree has been issued, and it will, it shall manifest at some time when it is perfect for it to be be so. I believe that the best use of a decree is when we truly desire for the earth to have peace with goodwill towards all men. Now, since 1988, we have been on this path. And for these last eight years, under the Obama administration, we have had a foretaste of what this can be like. He spoke his decree when he took the oath of the President of the United States. He said he took the oath of the presidency as the winner of the Nobel Peace Prize and within the realm of his authority, he would keep the peace. And he has kept his part of the decree. Now, we don't have total peace on earth yet, but we are moving in that direction. And yes, there are rebels who have their own agendas who are affecting the peace, but we still have one more year of President Obama's decree. And I would say, listen very carefully to the candidates for the presidency and see if you hear statements regarding keeping the peace or if you hear statements pertaining to war and killing. And then you make your choice for what you want. And then also, all this business of people's rights and Facebook and people saying what they really think on Twitter and people going on Periscope and expressing themselves, all of this is to help us all begin to have goodwill towards all men. Give to another what you want for yourself, because give and it shall be given unto you. What you give is what you get back. So my suggestion is to begin to practice having your own prayers for yourself answered first. Get everything you need and you want in your own life. Just quit worrying about anybody else's life. Let them work out their situation themselves. You don't know what the deep desires of their heart are anyway, but you do know what the deep desires of your heart are, and here is where you can exercise your power as a power ranger to get the answers to all of your prayers. And if you don't know what the deep, deep desires 
of your heart are, then do the hopes and dreams request form on page 36 of my book, which you can download for free at www.mrwriteforme.com and do the answers to the questions for as long as it takes for you to begin to make the same answer to each question every time. And then these will be revealed to you as the desires of your heart. And then start asking for each thing, one by one, step by step, little by little. This is how things get done here on Earth. Sometimes it seems like a slow process, but Earth time is very dense. And the energy of our prayers has to sometimes dig up some pretty dense stuff to get things done. But never doubt. Always know that the energy has been released by you, speaking your prayers to God, and now the energy is working to bring to pass what you asked for. I would love to hear from some of you as you begin to try out your powers. (laughs) I finally have my website working again, www.marcianne.com. The uh, Contact Us page has been in an error state, but it is now fixed, and it's functioning correctly now, so you can email me or call me. And I look forward to hearing your stories, and I would love to share some of your stories with others here on the program as an encouragement. And as you have have experienced with getting all of your prayers answered for yourself, you can then graduate and you can begin to decree a thing and it shall come to pass. This is Marcianne and um, on my next um, program... Uh, Wednesday, I'm going to uh, provide a whoops, provide a uh, prayer meeting for you where you can start uh, praying your prayers, the ones you want the most, so that you can get your answer. Yes. This music is by VisionaryMusic.com, and it is music that is specifically designed to activate all of the neural pathways, the new neural pathways that are going to uh, change your beliefs and allow you to pray your prayers and get your answers yes. Yes. 